morning to find dolls. Listen. So, is the time change? The time change happened. It's funny because my circadian rhythm, I woke up at what would have been 7 o'clock, like 5 minutes to 7. So, you know, a little sleepy, but whatever. So, I was like, let me go get my water and then I'll, um, that way I don't have to get up at 7 and then go get it. And I'm looking at the time in the living room and I'm like, it's 8 o'clock. What are you talking about? It's 8 o'clock. Child, time change then happened, and I'm still sleepy. Like I really could use that one hour. So I was gonna try to push it, but I was like, you know what? Just, just relax. Just take it easy. It is Sunday, and I'm gonna give myself time to get into the rhythm. Anyways, anyways, boo, you know that's not what I'm here for. You already seen the title. So, um, for those of you who are kind of just following the lifestyle, checking to see, you know, what my thought process is over time and how I'm reacting to things. Um, We're about 24 hours out from when I made the declaration that I'm not fighting nobody no more. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. I, I, so then, um, as I'm here drinking my water and I, I'm gonna, you know, keep it pushing the next half an hour and then I'm gonna, this is a three hour long, um, podcast i've never heard of this one before or not a podcast a youtube channel um the ebony star network and the the youtube channel is titled no no no, the oh my gosh the um the video is titled let's really discuss what we as black women are accountable for and it sounds like she's a young lady and when I tell you she is spitting verbatim in the same thought process that um that that got me to that last podcast to that point where it's kind of like, okay, I can get myself there. I wanted to share maybe like a good the uh, forty five seconds of the of the clip um if you want to go check it out and listen to it, <clears throat> I am a black woman and one thing I feel like I'm not going to do is, uh, <laughs> oh, my mom just <laughs> sent me a message. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so funny. Oh, she is something else. But, um, because <laughs> I know she, she's having kittens right now. So, um. <laughs> so, um, I just feel like I've mentioned all of the things I've been pro for all my life, like pro-Christian, pro-religion, pro-black. I really like the idea of being pro-black woman. I feel like that's something I wouldn't turn my back on, per se. So, you've even heard me go from, I don't want to mention like content creators, but like even towards the beginning of my podcast when I first started it, used to be on the pro-black channels and stuff. And then you start to figure out that they're not necessarily pro-black women. What really strikes me is, um, and I was going to do a podcast titled on this. I don't know how much energy I wanted to give to it, but it's like black women being bashed by other black women, right? And 
which is interesting because I have done it before. I mean, if I wanted to hear black women being bashed, I would go to Crimson Cure. I feel like um, I was repulsed the first time I heard Crimson Cure. I um, Do we have flaws in our community? Yes. But I feel like when it comes to getting the full brunt of the stick, here's here's what I wanted to say because I was actually thinking about this this morning before um, I heard this young lady. I'm going to play her clip and then I'm going to go about living my life today. So it really explains, you know, like when I go out, um, that's why I'm saying I'm just going to have to take people at face value whether they're men, women, whatever, race, ethnicity, whatever, what have you. Because when I go out, like I said, I do have a soft spot for black women, right? Let other people tell it. I'm treacherous as fuck, okay? Let other people tell it. But um, I'm a low-down, good-for-nothing, B&O. Let them tell it, right? But... I can it it really does explain and I think it's probably going to get worse. I think it's conversations that are bubbling below the surface because when I see other black women, at least I want to smile with them or at least connect with them or make some type of eye contact like I see you. You know, and it I don't have to be your BFF. We don't have to connect, we don't have to talk. It's just a form of acknowledgement, but I've noticed and and that's the area I'm out here it will be non-engagement, almost like if I don't exist, and or mean mugging. And so, I mean, you can kind of tell the energy from a good, you know, just like with anything else. Like if you kind of keep a good perimeter of what's happening around you and, and you're observant of what's happening around you, you can tell if that person's going to be kind of like on your frequency where it's like, hey, 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 good to see you. Good to see you, my melanated sister. Oh, and then don't call them sister. Oh, my God. I haven't done that in years, in years. Oh, when I tell you I learned my lesson? Mm-mm. Uh-uh, don't do that. Do not do that. If you want to get the cursing out of your life, of your whole entire existence, don't do it. Don't do it. Which is kind of um weird to me, but I mentioned like I grew up with boys. I always wanted a sister. It is what it is. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, I do have a like a adoptive or kind of like a you know, you always have that that like one friend or that cousin that you call your friend or your cousin, but they're not. So I have one. Of, I have one of those. But um, I that's why I think when the term sis came out, I was like, hey, I really liked it. But mm-mm. and sometimes you'll hear me slip up with it here on the podcasting, but I don't in real life. Mm-mm, nope, I don't use that term. Um, so it's just unfortunate. I think that when I say it's bubbling below the surface, like um. I think the conversations are bringing it out to where a lot of the black content creators, like one of them came up on my feed the other day and she was just like, I cannot stand black women. She was like, I would prefer to be with friends with a black guy anytime before I'm friends with a black woman. And I was like, for real, that's how you feel? Like, I know it cannot be all, but, but you know, when I hear just how passionate people are getting about 
how women are, black women have are like the scum of the earth. We are like contributing to the patriarchy and enforcing it and the right hand of it and just low down and scuzzy. The space I'm in, it's kind of like, mm, I can do the XX versus XY thing. I can do the black versus white thing. I can do the my religion is better than yours thing. But I'm not ready to kind of get into fighting with other black women. I'm just, I'm not there yet. Do we have flaws in there? Yep. So that's kind of my stance. But at the same time, you know, let me play what this young lady had to say. And I think it really showed the thought process. Because if I'm going to start forgiving people, which kind of takes me right back to Christianity, right back to religion. If I'm going to start, you know, if I, if I can forgive, quote unquote, white women, then I can definitely forgive other people too. um, And other cultures too. That's that's kind of the path that that is gonna all lead up to. If 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 you are gonna start focusing on yourself and you're not gonna be putting the pe- finger at anybody else, you're not gonna be putting the finger at other um, women. You're not gonna be putting the finger at other men. You're not gonna be pointing the finger at other cultures or nationalities or races. Like, how far are we gonna go? So I'm gonna play her clip, her um, soundbite a little bit. I guess it's right when this person came on. Okay, that um, I just wanted to hear this thought process. And even I think mine is a little bit different than hers. Obviously, you've kind of heard me just flush out some of the points that I'm at right now. So let me play her stuff. And then I don't know, we'll just keep it pushing, keep flushing out the ideas. But I don't know. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of in the mood when um when i chose the title for this topic i've been hearing over and over again uh even even some uh you know some our so-called you know men who defend us that uh um we uh, we also need to be held accountable you know and um so all right Let's get, uh, we need to like, like, let's really discuss uh, what we as black women need to be held accountable for. Because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that Kevin Samuel's talking point? Like black women need to be held accountable. I mm, would ask him, but he's warm food right now. So I don't know. All right. We're going to be held accountable. Okay. We're going to hold ourselves accountable. Right, let's do it. Let's I'll walk with you. Like I'm that chick that will like I will walk with you. I will reason with you. So let's let's take a stroll. Let's take a walk. Let's try this on for size. Let's hold ourselves accountable. Alright. So I'm gonna hold myself accountable. I'm gonna start with me. When I'm mm. holding myself accountable. Uh, you know, in my part in what's happening in my community. Right. Okay. Myself, hold myself accountable is that I wouldn't lower my standards. 
that was another part of my thought process too, right? Because if if I'm going to stop pointing to other people and white supremacy and gender inequality and, you know, infighting with the sisterhood, then I'm going to start to look at issues with my health, my wealth, my relationships, my failed relationships, and my whole status. You know, I'm not blaming my education system. I'm not blaming programming. I'm not blaming, you know, whatever men's ulterior motives are. I'm taking accountability for me. So because I've talked a lot about relationships, that means that, you know what? I'm going to take accountability for the failed relationships that I was in. I should have known the um red flags, knocking futs, keep it pushing. I attracted these people into my life. You know what I'm saying? Um, And... I need to raise my standards and, you know, just educate myself on the red flags and choose wisely. And, you know, no one's stopping me from going out there and pursuing a further education or educating myself further on different things. No one's stopping me from becoming financially um, independent. So... I mean, it, it really is a good message. Like, I'm not even, I know it can <laughs> kind of sound sarcastic, a part of me is, but if we're going to, if we're going to do the, you know, hold ourselves accountable, this reminds me of the, um, what do you call it? Um, that movement where it's kind of like men telling women to choose better. If you want me to choose better, I'm going to show you how I can choose better. If you're telling me to help to raise my standards, I can definitely do that too. I think it's one of those um tough conversations, but if you kind of just wipe the tears from your eyes and keep it pushing, you know, sit with it for a little bit the way that I am, okay, let's do it. Let's raise my standards. Um let me hold myself accountable for who I'm attracting to me. Let me hold myself accountable for, you know, the black women that I do engage with in my community. Um, Making sure that I protect my daughters, making sure that how I handle my cousins, how I handle my mother, how I handle, handle my aunts. Am I protecting them in my community? Am I being active? You know, am I all of that. So let me see what else you have to say. I'm going to let this play for until nine o'clock and then I'm going to go. So you're welcome to just sit here and listen with me as I hear her commentary. So let's go. Um, I didn't say you made no mistakes. I made mistakes. I've learned from them. But uh, And I love her for this. I have made mistakes too, right? So if, if I'm going to ask for grace, that I've made mistakes and I have to afford other people that too. And especially for young people, right? Oh yeah, I've made mistakes. Like I said, I've done the failed marriages, selected job careers that didn't really, sometimes I wasn't too happy with, you know, not always happy with my financial situation or how I've communicated with people in the past. So have I made mistakes? Absolutely. Um, I just couldn't get myself to accept any proposal, no matter how good the guy was. I just knew, if, especially if I knew on a certain level that uh, we weren't going to work out because 
we want different things. Um, I didn't have that much love for that person. I could see that when they proposed and I picture our future down the line, um, that, that, um, I was going to resent him. I, I was not going to be able to stand him hmm. because to be with him, I would have to be in the leader position. Hmm. I would have to, everything would be all on me. I want to be part in it, but I don't want to be the leader in our relationship. Hmm. I want every decision to be on just me. I already know. Um, if some of you are in the same or same circles I used to be in, then that's going to be a problem for some of y'all. Um, because the, the pushback she's going to get is, um, why would you want someone to lead you? Why would you depend on that person? So that's the pushback she's going to get. I'm, a, I'm aware of it, but I'm just listening to her sharing her thought process. She is a younger person. I haven't gotten this far into the podcast, so, um... But I'm again, I used to be, you know, that that mindset. So it's just giving affording her the opportunity to come into into content and into information that's going to help um, her elevate. Right. Because I used to be like that, too. I, I mentioned this in my previous podcast, too, like my relationships. I wanted I that's how I thought like the. Out of the best that I was able to pick back then, it was um, with the idea that they're supposed to be the man of the house and lead and set the tempo and set the pace and be the man, right? But I think some of the things I've learned over the past couple of years would lead me to understand that that's really at the end of the day something that I, I'm happy by myself. So, and I can lead myself. I, I might be, you know a little bit behind the learning curve a little bit and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. He, he'll go with whatever is acceptable, not just me, but because I was so strict and even when I love the person, I love the person I love at the time. He it was not good for me. We weren't ready yet. He had his issues. He had to deal with. I had my issues. I had to deal with. And if I was stay with him um, while I had my issues and he had his issues, my issues was going to start changing me. To I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. So this comment on the screen says, I say that because people want black women to be accountable for ourselves and everybody else. I think the fuck not. <laughs> so it's, it's on silent mode right now. Oh, she's drinking water like me. She's taking a break. Okay. That's, uh, okay. Oh. All right. Um, it seems it might be having a technical problem. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Okay. I need a one in the chat to see if y'all can hear me. And y'all, the other day, I, I'm... I'm uh, this, this channel came up on my podcast again. And um, it, I was cracking up i was on there for five minutes and this one one uh lady she kept she's like can you guys hear me and i'm like girl they do not like you over there they're like no 
He can't hear you. Can you hear me now? No. No. And they're like calling everybody else up except for her. And I was like, girl, they do not like you. This is messed up. She wasn't reading the room. Oh, it was crazy, but... Mm. Okay, so she's figuring that out. Y'all can't hear me. Demetrius, you can hear me? Okay, that's good. Okay, so it's not on my end. Cool problem. Let me know anything. But, um, yes. So, you know, I, you know, I, I was thought that since I'm an only child, my mom's only Aww. child. Weirdly enough, there is um some underlying uh thing about when you're gonna have kids. Not from my mom. My mom was have been true. Uh, Hello. What? Uh, you, you digitizing. Ew. Okay. Uh-huh. She got an XY. She got an XY on her channel, y'all. What is this? Okay. Uh, five more minutes, y'all. Five more minutes. Okay. Let's see. Um, mm, this is like a struggle stream. I hear this. Wow. Barely, too. I don't. Trying to clear up. Oh, yeah, you could. Uh, uh, um. Yeah, I just wanted to say something real quick. Um, I think black women lowering their standards is is a problem. Yes, I I think that's one. I think that's one of the problems. I mean, why would you lower your standards to get with a man that you're just going to be unhappy with? If you can see the look on my face, y'all, I'm almost done with my water, so I'm gonna let this play. <laughs> oh Lord, he can't make you happy because you lowered your standards. He can't meet your he can't meet your qualifications to be with you. So why would you think you would be happy with somebody like that? Let me kind of skip ahead because I'm not really here for the relationship part. So here, this is another comment. So it says. Yes, this girl is, her comments are slapping, y'all. It says, um, so let me read some of the comments from the chat. So she says, people just need to learn to be comfortable with their own company. I wouldn't have it no other way. If I had to go through everything I went through in life to get back to this point where I'm comfortable in my skin and being by myself, it'd be, I would do it again, Right. Obviously, the whole point is to come back smarter and not have to even go through all those loops and hurdles. But yes. And it says, people are so afraid of themselves. When I go out, I'd rather go alone. People these days are expendable. And it says here. Um, <clears throat> ha <laughs> So it says, um, there are two, there was a newscast from two white men who stated that men are in bad shape these days. They also stated men these days are not too much into social media, not viable partners, and women are being more picky about choosing their life partners. Mm-hmm. Calling each other beloved. 
whispering in each other's ear, wearing women's apparel. <laughs> Wait, he's saying that it's a problem for men to call each other beloved. Yeah, I think that's like a Hebrew Israelite thing. Um, this one sounds like it's more about relationships. Let me clap. Uh, go ahead and see. Let's when she down. comes outside and looks around her neighborhood, who does she see shooting guns, killing black people, and all that in her neighborhood? You see you doing it. You're the black man doing it. I got a show coming up, y'all, that you don't want to miss. I'm going to break all of this down and put it in a still serious perspective. Absolutely not. She is. It all came from the black man. Yep. And they do for it. Uh, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me skip way ahead. It says, this person says, I don't lie to women when I meet them. I can't control what another man does. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not in the fight mood. I will say this. One of the things that the guy said <clears throat> about, you know, um, who... It, but but again, you know, part of the reason we're having this conversation is because do is there black on black crime? Yes. And apparently, you know, if I'm gonna hold myself accountable, black women are even more treacherous than the black men. So but um when I uh when I was getting my hair done, the hairdresser had on the Chris Rock uh thing or whatever. She she showed it. She had she played it and um one of the things he said is that he's like, I want to live in a community where you have the women coming out like jogging and they're like slim and slender and like pushing their kids in strollers and they're out about taking selfies and shopping and, you know, between the hours of of uh 11 and like one or something like that. But like. During the, the or like the 12 o'clock noon hour, he's like, but if you go to a neighborhood where all the men are out taking selfies, working out, you know, hanging out on the corners and like in groups, he's like, you already know you do not feel safe there. So I don't know, but I mean, mm, I don't know. This conversation, let me see. And of course. Let me see. So it says, if you had so it kind of stirred a little bit from away from being accountable. I guess they're talking about accountable in the sense of um relationships, and you know, once the X Y entered the room, I mean, and it's nine oh one. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna go. I've been wanting to go. Ah, it's just I've been a little bit sleepy, but I can always take a nap when I come back. So I'm just trying to beat the crowds. And by the time you guys wake up, I will have already been out, do what I need to do and come back home and have lunch. So I will talk to you on the flip side. Bye. Just one more thing as I'm closing out here, I'm getting ready to upload up. I feel like if you start to scale it back, this is exactly how you end up being pro-black women. Because if you're going to say... And I've said this before, too, so it just could be, you know, a little bit redundant. I've said this. It's like, there's no point in me 
you know, trying to figure out all what's going on in the white community or other communities because they need to figure their own stuff out. And that's exactly how you end up being pro-black woman because it's like, okay, let's take care of what we need to do internally with the black sisterhood, right? Um, can I still be amicable from women from other cultures? Yeah, you know, I think it, IRL, like I said, I do have my... I, and, and the word ally is so interesting to me too because it's kind of like, we're good, but it's not, I don't, they don't have my back, you know? They're they're nice, friendly people, but I think that's how you end up with the whole, um, you know, supremacist um, system. Because if if it, it all comes down to what I was talking about, like the one percent and the ninety nine percent, because I've said this before too. If I was a white person, do you think I would be out here in these streets trying to turn over home appraisal stuff and? Um, redlining and, you know, giving up my job opportunities and or my nice pay, you know, no, (laughs) I already told you guys, if I, knowing what I know now, like in my next lifetime, listen, if I come back as a white male or a white female, I tell you, I'm going to be the most Bible thumping as thumper to ever thump the Bible on this earth because, it gives you, you know, so much power and position and privilege, right? If if I were a white person, I would absolutely be thumping the Bible. Like I would be, I would continue on that trajectory, right? Because I, I would grow up in it, was raised in it. My parents still are active. Took from it what I could. I think there's still good principles in there, but I'm not going to be out here. No. So, um, I don't know. That's how you end up. If if you're going to say, okay, don't be in other pe- stay in your lane. Your lane is probably going to be, if it's not going to be in your community, it's definitely going to be focusing on yourself. Um, which is kind of contradictory to, am I doing this by myself or am I doing this as a collective you know, because then this is exactly how you end up being a coon, okay? This is exactly how you end up saying like, well, I'm not like other black people. I'm different than them. I'm one of a kind. I don't fit in with with the rest of them. I don't put ketchup on my food and I don't drink uh, Kool-Aid and I'm better educated than them and I'm more articulate than them. And, I'll, you know, so I'm, you know, um... But there was a a video that somebody had played. I'm going to keep the content creator out of my messy conversation. Okay. But they were like, you know, black women just really cannot win for trying. It's like, if you wear your hair straight, you get back black, back, black lash. <laughs> Literally black lash. If you wear your hair natural, you get black lash. If you're light skin, you get black lash. If you're dark skin, you have you get black lash. If you're thin, you have black lash. If you don't have a big booty, you have black lash. If you have a big booty, you get black lash. If you're overweight, you get black lash. If you're educated, you get black lash. If you don't, if you're not educated, you get black lash. If you're single, you get black lash. If you have kids, you get black lash. If you're married, you get black lash. It's like, when does it end? I mean. 
and 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 I've even talked about like even the whole what what made it interesting to me too was with the whole conversation with Beyonce. Beyonce gave ten million dollars to, if I'm not mistaken, women, but she gave ten million dollars to entrepreneurs. Child, why on this green earth did she do that? How come she didn't get more? Ten million ain't nothing. How come she didn't get it that time? How come? No, no, you put up your ten million. Hey, and then we can talk. Then, then now we can have a discourse. So that's just where I stand on stand on stuff. I feel like that's exactly how you end up being pro black, pro black, and I think women, pro black women, if we need to work with that. I, I, this is the thing. Like some of the the vitriol or like really aggressive, like mean, nasty comments. I don't really like it. It kind of reminds me of stuff like growing up. It's kind of like when you're getting yelled at. Like, you don't have to get all out of character to tell me, you know, where I got to fix things. But if you started just like slum, you know, to talk to what's worse than even other people, I'm not not with that. So anyways, I'm going to go. Talk to you later. Bye.